0: Carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number eighteen, and today we're going to talk about a bit of a tough subject, um, tough topic: working with parents. And we are getting at the time of the season where you may be running into some issues. Kids are frustrated with playing time. Parents are frustrated. You know all of those different things. Um, and it is it is a very difficult. Uh, Subject to broach, um, it's uh, it's a tough thing to talk about, but it's something that we all need to do. And I think one of the first things that we need to do is to change our thinking. A lot of times we say, "Well, well I have to deal with this parent." Well, let's let's change that attitude from the beginning, and and hence the title of of this week's podcast. Let's work with parents. We both want the same thing as their coach. As their parent, we want to work together to get the best that we can for their son or daughter. And I think that if we we switch our thinking with that, uh, it becomes easier for us to try and navigate these situations, okay? Uh, First of all, let me be the first one to admit, Uh, in my 24 years, in my 14 years as a head coach, I had... Successes with parents, and got through tough situations with certain situations with parents, and by the end of things, uh, they understood it. There were situations where, uh, you know, parents, no matter what I did, weren't going to be happy with with what I did, um, and there are situations where I still struggle with gosh i wish i would have uh worked with that kid differently uh, worked with that parent differently um i I think that's uh you know something that 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 bothers uh, you know a lot of us um we want what's best for the kids that's why we get into this for the most part okay so uh you know, the, the things that I'm going to talk about here today are, are some of the mistakes that I made, uh, some of the some of the successes, and I, and I had a lot more successes than I had failures. I truly honestly believe that, especially once some perspective was put into the situation, um, you know, and and once people reflected on what had happened and all of those things, uh, I, I feel, you know, I feel really good about almost every situation situation. Um, that, that we handled. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about some things that I learned, some things that uh, I went through, um, and just some of the ideas that I have. And now that I've set out for a couple of years, uh, some things that I've changed in that regard. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, first of all, I I think one of the things that's a very hard lesson to learn for a head coach, especially a first-time head coach, is uh, that your parents are going to watch everything that you do, and you need to realize that. They are going to uh, micro-examine you in social situations. They are going to uh, watch you as you're coaching during the season. Uh, They are going to... uh, you know, watch you in the classroom and what you are or are not doing um, in the classroom. Uh, if you're if you're teaching, which most of you are teachers, um, I do think it is important that you try to do your best to look well uh, physically. Uh, you know, to be as physically fit as you can be. Uh, for some of us, because of genetics, it's easier than others, and I totally understand that. Uh, but every time you're with your team. Uh, especially out in a public situation, uh, you need to look as good as you can. You need to present a, a, uh, a image that you are uh, in charge of this situation, that you accept it, and that you um, are, are the face of this program. So I think those things are really, really important uh, for you to, to set a tone to, uh, to understand the type of microscope that you're underneath. Um, I think it is really important from the get go to be honest. Okay. You have no other option, but to be honest. And sometimes you have to be honest and it hurts in the short run. And you're going to have people say bad things about you, either to your face or behind your back or both. But you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror. And I know I've used that expression before, um, I think that it's important that you try to build a relationship with the parents like you do with the kids. Now, obviously, you're going to spend a lot less time with the parents, but I, I do think it's important to try and build that relationship with them. Uh, I think it's important that you spend time getting to know parents. Uh, the days of giving the parents the, the, uh, the Heisman and keeping them at arm's length, it's over. And they're going to want a relationship with you, and they're going to want to uh, talk to you about the team and 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 their you know their child and their child's well being. And I think that's fine. I really do. I think that's okay. That may go against some of the way that some of you think. However, I I was always very very upfront with my parents from the get go, and my phrase was I will talk to you about anything within this program about except for the team that your child is playing on and their playing time. But we can talk about fundraising. You know, we can talk a little bit about strategy. We can talk about, hey, this is what I was thinking here. Uh, and if you made a mistake, hey, you made a mistake. You know what? I, I should have called timeout. Uh, we should have went to zone here. You know, we're we're gonna get better. It lets them know that you're human. It lets them know that you're you're thinking about these things. That you're not just walking away from the gym, just going, ah, well, that was fun. Let's let's you know, uh, I, and I and that you are giving the, the the same investment into the program that you are asking from your kids kids And from your parents, um, I think one of the things that my dad told me, when it comes to players and it comes to parents, um, you know, this was this happened early in my career, and I was probably at a point where I was, you know, a little bit more of a transactional coach than I was a transformational coach. Um, but I was upset, uh, frustrated with some. You know, with some situations dealing with parents and stuff like that. And my dad said, uh, Son, you have to understand parents are going to love their kids a little bit more than everybody else on the team. And so, you as a coach also have to have some empathy for a, a parent who loves their child very, very much. And you have to see it a little bit through their lens that when their kid is hurting, they're hurting a little bit as well. Uh, I have three kids. Uh, Two of them have basically gone through their uh, competitive uh, experiences, and I get that. I do get that. Um, So I I, I think that's important for us to understand as coaches. Does that excuse behavior? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But we have to have that perspective in mind. Um, I think it is important as you get into relationships, do not... I think that, you know, do not make promises. Um, do not, that's the, that's, that's the worst thing you can do. Or, or you, you make these innuendos about things. Uh, I purposely tried to be very vague and at the detriment of sometimes to our program. I would tell our kids, and, and here in Omaha we have public schools, we have private schools, we have kids uh, that are moving around quite a bit uh, in a lot of situations. Uh, I know I lost players because I refused to make promises, uh, but I was not going to make promises about playing time or about levels or anything like that. I would, I would tell our kids, uh, I promise you four things. I promise that you're going to work hard. I promise that you're going to have fun. I promise that you're going to be treated fairly. And the most important thing, I promise you're going to get a great education at our school. Those are the things that I'll promise you. Anything else, I can't promise you anything. That's up to you. I would even be careful with saying, uh, hey, you know what? Um, you know, It's it's important to to use your verbiage in the, in the sense of, uh, hey, Fred, uh, you know what? I think you got a great chance of being on JV this year. Uh, but here's the couple of things that you need to do. Um, I, you know, I would change that to say, because Fred's going to go home and he say, Coach thinks I'm going to be on JV this year. That's the way the teenage mind works. Okay. You need to say instead, Fred, here's what you need to do to be on JV. Okay, And if you say it like that, I think that's a better way to say it. There is, there is a gap in communication between teenagers and their parents. And you can have this conversation with the kid in the gym, and they leave, and in that 5, 10, 15-minute car ride home, they're going to take that conversation, and they're going to twist it to the way that's going to make them feel good. So you have to be careful with that, along with communication. Be careful what you write, whether it's it's e- you know, especially on email. Uh, if it's in black and white, if it's if it's in print, it's awful hard to have uh, deniable uh, you know, to to deny what you what you wrote down about a parent, about a player, uh, you know, the text messaging, the social media, all of that other stuff. Be very very careful about what you write down. And how you write it, and in what context, and even if it's if it's meant to be uh, very innocent in your eyes, people can take that and turn it around and twist it to the context that they think that you are uh, addressing it with. Um, I would try to have verbal conversations, uh, one-on-one conversations. Um, you know, have kids look you in the eye. One of the things with those conversations that I learned is have the kid at the end of a a tough conversation, let's say you're talking about playing time, uh, have the kid repeat back to you what they believe that uh, has happened in this conversation. Okay. Okay. Mary, what have we talked about here today? What is the overall message? Okay. You understand this? I understand this. All right, let's go. All right. Uh, let's see here. What do I got next? Um, you're going to have parents that are going to want to meet with you. You know, one of the things that I had to deal with, uh, was, was a, a freshman parent is upset with a freshman player. So who do they talk to? Of course, they want to talk to the varsity coach because we are at a, in a situation, uh, people are used to having access to the, to the top rungs of things. Um, I had to deal with that multiple times. Uh, and it was frustrating. Um, I would... I would, and I would try to tell these coach. You know, uh, I would tell folks, look, I am not coaching your daughter at the freshman level. I am coaching the varsity team. Um, talk to your freshman coach first, and I think that's where the level of communication, and actually, it needs to start with the, the the player needs to go talk to the freshman coach if she's on the freshman team, or Johnny needs to talk to the JV coach if he's on the JV team, and that's where that conversation needs to take place first. Then you have. Then then let's talk. Otherwise, yeah. it is up to your child to to sort these things out, to communicate with their coaches, to communicate with their teammates, and and, and to use sports as a tool to grow as a human being and prepare themselves for the rest of their life. Um, if you have uh, if you do end up with, with uh, a meeting with a parent, uh, the the focus on this meeting. It has to be on their child and their child only. You will often get into these meetings and they'll say, Well, we just want to talk about Frankie or, or, or Susie. And then Uh, well, you know, the way Mary does this, or the way Pete does this, and you immediately cut them off, and you interrupt them, and you say, no, we are here to talk about your child and your child only. We are not going to talk about anybody else other than your child, and what they need to do, you know, so forth and so on. Um, I think that is important. Um, I think that you don't deviate from that. I think a very important thing to do when you're having a discussion with your parent is to stay calm, to stay calm. You are the... Uh the, the decision-maker you need to be rational sometimes you have situations where parents just want to get a reaction out of you to show to make them feel like they are right and that you are wrong with everything that you're doing all right so you need to listen and sometimes you just need to sit there and listen and take it and 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 roll in and, and but it, if you react in a negative way or an, a way of anger um, it it generally ends up not being good for you in the long run because sometimes that's what people want out of you. Um, I think it's very important as you communicate and how can you head off a lot of these situations. Number one, over-communicate with your parents and with your players on a lot of issues, your expectations, your culture, what is good. Emphasize the really good things. Hey, You know, yesterday, Frank, you did a great job. You stuck behind and and you cleaned up the gym. Some people left some some stuff out on the floor. Uh, Frank, great job with that. Now, in that situation, I would have some repercussions for my players. That's just me. You know, we're going to leave everything nicer than what we found it. Um, I say that in the classroom. I say that in the gym. Uh, So, but just as an example, as an example, uh, you know, Point out the positives. You know, these are expectations. And when kids meet those expectations, be sure to positively reinforce them. Uh, When it comes to scheduling uh, to eliminate some issues, uh, overemphasize to your parents, hey, Uh, Saturday you know we used to send out a weekly schedule here's uh, on Thursday or Friday of the week before here's our practice and here's everything we we can think of for the next Monday through through Friday or Saturday Um, and then maybe let's say if you have something on Saturday you're going to have a shoot around or you're going to have a practice on a Saturday Uh, let's you know again on maybe on Wednesday hey just you know making sure we're doing this on Saturday, we're practicing at 9 a.m., be sure that everybody gets there by a quarter to 9 so we can stretch and, and hit it hard at 9 o'clock, or whatever it may be. Um, I think uh, another thing that you you emphasize and over-communicate with parents, and this becomes more and more difficult depending on your situation. If you're in a smaller town and a little bit more of a remote Area. Uh, this is easier for you to navigate. But if you're in a, if you're within a, a stone's throw of a of a larger city, uh, it is your club sports policy. Um, I got to the point where I had to write up a two page explanation of why it is important to be at everything during the season, and and I literally have uh, one of the things that I've worked on over the last couple of years is lining up. A repercussion uh, uh, Contract Essentially I mean you kind of Got to that point Where it's a contract For kids missing Because of soccer uh, Because of volleyball Because of softball And and, and other things Um, You have to have uh, you know, I talked about trying not to put too many things in black and white, but I really think as we move forward and as kids are pulled in other directions and they're asked to specialize, and they get people in their ear saying, "Well, if you don't go to this random uh, soccer trip in in Timbuktu, or if you don't go to this softball tournament in in." Uh, Spokane, Washington, uh, in the middle of January, you're not going to get recruited by such and such school. Um, those are harder and harder to fight and those club influences are harder and harder to fight. And when kids leave, it disrupts your, it disrupts your teams. It, it, it just it does. It truly does. It disrupts your rotations. It makes kids look at it. And go well. If 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 Fred can leave, if Mary can leave, why can't I leave to go do what I want to do? Why am I expected to be here for everything? And it com- becomes a complicated, complicated situation. So I would say, more than anything, have an outlined uh, and very specific club sports policy that's easy to understand that you explain. Why it's important for them to be here during the season, why, which for us as coaches, we go, that's obvious. Well, a lot of people don't think that it, you know, we've kind of gotten a point in our society where, well, why can't I just take off a couple of days during the year and go do what I want to do? Um, that's the reality of it. And we have to deal with reality. We can't deal with things like the way that they were uh, years and years ago. I would have never dreamed of of leaving during the season, but that's the way uh, a lot of our parents and kids think today that that's it's, it's okay to do that. Um, and it becomes harder and harder and more difficult for us to navigate to create camaraderie and chemistry within our team during the season. So I would encourage you to do that. Uh, I've got something lined up. I think it's pretty good. Um, but you know, if you, if you want to, to talk about it, email me, uh, hit me up on Twitter and I'd be more than willing to share what I have on that. So, um, it is important to wrap things up. And this is kind of one of my longer Foundation Fridays here. So I'm, I apologize for that. But I, I think it's important uh, as we get into this point of the year uh, and as you look forward to your next season, uh, working with parents. We all want the same end goal. We want what's best for the kids, we want what's best for the team. However, there's always going to be that uh, situation where we have to deal with. Uh, you know, disagreements, uh, we're going to disagreements about playing time disagreements about how we coach kids, disagreements about scheduling, uh, so forth and so on. And it, and it's tough, but we need to do all that we can as coaches to try and make sure that we make this process as good as we can for the kids, but also to cover our own butts and to, um, make it good for our program so our programs can function at the highest level that they possibly can. So uh, like I said, hit us up on Twitter, a pen and a napkin, email us, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. If you have any other suggestions, ideas, uh, so forth and so on, uh, feel free uh, to, to let us know and we'll try to address it obviously if you're listening you're on iTunes or SoundCloud uh, like subscribe rate review uh, let people know about what I'm trying to do here with this uh, we just want to help out as many coaches as we possibly can and this is a huge issue to help out coaches and to try to make their jobs easier so coaches as we wrap up as we get towards the end of the year I appreciate your listening as always be sure to hone your craft one day